from iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Itchy Man CD, The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Now, I'm not just a world-traveled professional wrestler and the man with the perfect shaped head to be bald for the rest of his life. I'm also the head of talent relations for All Elite Wrestling. And as such, I am not allowed to lie. It's in my contract. So when I tell you that Mike DeNiro and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know I'm telling you the truth. Now, Mike talks about classic WWF WCW, ECW, and TNA reviews, as well as doing modern news for AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and all the things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling today. So why don't you give it a listen and just remember that Christopher Daniels was the one that sent you, and uh, enjoy the podcast. Take care, everyone. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, episode 269. 
Today we have a super stack show for you. We're going to be talking all about WrestleMania 17, one of my favorite WrestleManias, a show that we did a watch along. So check that out in the archives back uh, close to a year ago this month. Um, last year we did a, a really long ass fucking watch along, but we did a watch along with uh, the Lords of Gotham, my rap group. It was really dope. Check that out. We're going to talk about the show in a different perspective today. But before I do, shout out to everybody already in the chat. Shout out to Devin, my bloodline brother. Throw up the one, homie. Throw up that one. Thank you for being here. Shout out to Fraction, the Faction Cast podcast. I appreciate you being here, homie. Shout out to the homie Dom. I appreciate you being here, too. Yes, the Fallen Angel opening up the show right. You know what I mean? And yes, everybody, not only if you're in the chat, not only hit that subscribe button, not only hit that like button, but throw up that one for the bloodline. Shout out just in time. Thank you for being here, homie. I appreciate you. We have a lot to talk about, you know what I mean? But before I do, I want to give a big shout-out to my sponsors over at Manscaped.com. Like I said, I said it on the Circle of Debate. You know, I got to update this. It says 20% off, but for a limited time only, from February 1st all the way to Valentine's Day, which is next Tuesday, so you have about eight days to get this in, you will be not only getting 20% off, but you'll be getting an additional 5%. Because if you put in the promo code DeLorean, capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N, you can get 25% off site-wide. So why would you not take advantage of that? Women, get, get, get your man something for Valentine's Day. Guys, clean up for your girl on Valentine's Day. Do, do it. Shit, 25% off, you cannot go wrong. Make sure you put in that promo code DeLorean. Also, for all the people that ask me about merch, here we are. Get all your Circle of Debate and Wrestling DeLorean podcast merchandise at the Wrestling DeLorean podcast link tree and at the Circle Debate link tree. Make sure you hit that link in the bio when you go to Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod and at Circle Debate and also on Twitter at Circle of Debate. Make sure you follow those channels. Also, follow the TikTok. Circle of Debate now has a TikTok and we have a lot of cool content on there. So make sure you are following on all social media platforms. Hell yeah, we got merch. Grab those beach towels. Grab those chancletas, you know what I mean? Dom says, once I get my tax return, I'm going for both of those hoodies. I appreciate you, homie. Thank you. I still got to get my son a top rope wrestling talk onesie. You know, he's getting a little bigger. I hope you guys got uh, sizes 9 to 12. But definitely getting the top rope wrestling talk onesie. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about our topic of the day, WrestleMania 17. Like I said, we did a watch along on this, so I'm not going to do this in a review format like I usually do for my shows. We're not going match by match. We're going to talk more about the significance of the show. Last time we were here, we were talking about the Raw where Vince McMahon purchased WCW. It was the go-home show to WrestleMania 17. The reason why I'm not doing a regular review is because we already did the watch along. The watch along was one of my big, you know, most downloaded episodes so check that out in the archives it was last year i believe it was in march uh like i said i had the homies from log and i had my homie chris fab who was a twitch icon on the show and we did a whole watch along for every single match so if you want me to break down every match and go match by match go in the archives check out the wrestlemania 17 watch along 
Really dope show. But today I want to talk more about the significance of what WrestleMania 17 not only meant to me, but meant to the industry as a whole. Because in my opinion, this coming right out of the, you know, right out of the news that WWE purchased WCW, this was a coming out party for the WWF. This was the big victory moment for the WWF where they were able to not only show why they were better than the WCW, show why that they were the winners of the Monday Night War, but to also set up the future of the WWF going forward. First of all, Justin, I appreciate you, homie. Thank you so much. Definitely check out the merchandise. Tim King, what up, homie? The Tim King Show. Everybody check it out. What's good, homie? I appreciate you being here. I got you, fam. Lil De Niro getting hooked up on the low. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Got the whole bloodline in the fucking chat. That's what's up. Anyway, we are going to be, like I said, going into a little bit of a retrospective moment here. I think WrestleMania 17, in my opinion, let me know in the chat. In my opinion, WrestleMania 17 is the best WrestleMania of all time. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. 
Listen to Supreme, The Battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I, I look back to the Go Home show, and I remember that video package that led, you know, the hype yeah, the hype package of the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin's matchup with the Limp Biscuit track My Way. Such a classic, classic video package. In my opinion, it may be the greatest video package, greatest hype video leading to a WrestleMania main event. Name me one video package that got you more hype for a match than the Limp Biscuit My Way video for Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock absolute classic shit if you haven't seen it god damn you got to go out of your way and check this out you know i believe it's posted on youtube it has to be posted on youtube but if if you don't see it on youtube then definitely go to the go home show on monday night raw the go home show for this wrestlemania and check out that go home package it was amazing 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 i always love that i'm a big limp biscuit fan i feel like i'm only a big limp biscuit fan because i was a fan of the wwe at this time so uh, Limp Bizkit used to be known as WWF's greatest rock band or favorite rock band, and they used to work with Limp Bizkit a lot. Also, if you remember at this time, The Undertaker was coming out to keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, so, you know, Limp Bizkit had his hands all over the WWF product at this time. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I think about how the WWF could have, you know, rested on their laurels. They won the war. They didn't have to go balls to the wall. But this pay-per-view was absolutely stacked from top to bottom. You had the crazy-ass triple threat matchup. The uh, hardcore, no uh, no DQ, false count anywhere triple threat matchup between Raven, the Big Show, and Kane, which was absolutely nuts. They wrestled all over the arena. They used golf carts. Raven almost knocked the whole feet off when he ran over a main wire with a golf cart. But that really was the epitome of what the hardcore title was all about. So let's talk about that matchup a little bit, especially, you know, I I did mention last week that I believe that this was the last big show of the attitude era. When I think back of the attitude era, I think about that hardcore anything goes mentality. And this matchup was a perfect way to showcase what that hardcore division was all about. You had literally no rules. Um, Gosh, like I said, golf carts. Raven got thrown through a window. The Big Show and Kane are falling through the stage. They're wrestling all over the crowd. Stuff like that is what I think epitomized the Attitude Error and what was the deciding factor for what made WWF different and made people tune out of WCW and want to check out what's going on at the WWF. But let's catch up on these uh, tweets a little bit. I mean, not these tweets, these uh, comments a little bit. Where My Way was a fire-ass track. Best WrestleMania of all time for sure. Glad you agree, homie. No debate. The best WrestleMania hands down. Justin, it, it's hard to hard to fight it. You know what I mean? People always want to say, you know, oh, what about 20? What about 19? What about 30? I even hear. But, yo, I don't know, man. 17 was a different fucking animal for sure. The only one that comes close is Sean versus Untaker WrestleMania 26. You know, I got to disagree. I think Sean and Undertaker, WrestleMania 25 and 26, was two of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. But that card altogether, like that card was not 
anything too special. I, I don't really think that the WrestleMania 26 card was too dazzling. You know what I mean? Uh, Dom says, every time I watch WrestleMania X7, it takes the it takes days to get my way out of my head. I don't know about greatest mania, but it feels like the most pivotal to me. All right, so Dom, in your opinion, let me know what you think is the greatest WrestleMania. Um, definitely out, you know, definitely up for debate. Best promo video, My Way, Rock versus Austin, 100%. I was talking about the... All right, cool. I, yeah, I, I didn't know if you were talking about the video package or WrestleMania 26 as a whole, but not yet. Video package for Sean and Taker was fucking amazing for WrestleMania 26. I got to agree that that was up there for best... One of the best video packages. Um, So, yeah, you know, another matchup that really, really, really showed this time period of the WWF in a nutshell was the rematch from SummerSlam 2000. It was the TLC Part 2. The Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian. Another absolutely insane matchup. You know, if you go back to WrestleMania 16 and you watch the triple uh, ladder matchup that they had, absolutely a classic, classic matchup. One of the best WrestleMania matches. And then at SummerSlam that year, they, they tried to up the ante and take it up a few notches. And I believe they did with the very first ever TLC matchup, a classic, classic matchup here at WrestleMania 17. I love TLC too, because not only was the matchup about the Hardy boys, the Dudley boys and edge and Christian finally ending this trilogy of crazy ass insane ladder matches, but it also introduced some new characters because like I said last week, we had the debut of Rhino on Raw, who also was in Edge and Christian's corner here at WrestleMania. Of course, we had Little Spike Dudley, who was in the Dudley Boys' corner. And, of course, we had Lita with the Hardy Boys. Um, Edge and Christian showing Rhino here. Let, let's, let's talk about the significance of this. This is only, let me see, three months after ECW went out of business. And... On ECW's last ever show, Rhino was the world heavyweight champion and the last ever TV champion. And just three months later, he is here at WrestleMania. Uh, in 2000, on the last set of shows for ECW, I'm talking about Miracle on Massacre on 34th Street and Guilty as Charged. Spike Dudley played a significant role in those shows, and he is here at WrestleMania only a few months later. Like, this is why I feel like this is the end of an error for the attitude error, and this is what creates the ruthless aggression error where you have such a melting pot of talent because not only are we going to start seeing after the show the influx of the WCW talent coming in, but also all these ECW talents that were killing it just a few months before and really making a name for themselves, uh, especially Rhino. Rhino was a guy who was such a... He he was such an underrated talent in ECW, and he really came into his own towards that last couple months where he became the World Heavyweight Champion. And then, like I said, we see him here at WrestleMania, the Houston Astrodome. Fucking amazing. I thought that was really cool because the last two big ladder matches between these three teams, it was just about these three teams. This was setting something up for the future. This was introducing new stars into the, the arc which I really, really enjoyed. I thought that that was a great, great way to introduce Rhino, Spike Dudley, show what Lita could do. 
uh, crazy ass spots. You had Jeff Hardy hit the fucking big swanton bomb off the biggest ladder he could find. And then, of course, we have a spot that will go down in infamy. One of the most shown and highlighted uh, spots in wrestling history, I think. You know, every time you see a ladder match video package, every time you see a TLC video package, or every time you see a video package with WrestleMania moments, you will remember Jeff Hardy hanging from the top, holding onto the belt, and then Edge climbing a ladder halfway across the ring and hitting a 20-foot-high spear. Absolutely insane. God, I, you know, these these matches never get old. Even though, like, that's a spot that you would see 100 times, like, by now, 200 times, it never gets old to see that spot. Fucking awesome, yo. This TLC Part 2 was a hell of a matchup. But the hardcore matches did not end there because we had the family feud. We had Vince McMahon, who just freshly purchased WCW. We have him going up against Shane McMahon. This whole storyline was pure drama. Absolutely insane drama. But before we get into that, let's talk about let's talk about uh these comments. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Justin Time says, as a kid, as a young kid, just getting into wrestling, picked up the VHS for WrestleMania 17 and the video store at the video store, and there was no looking back. I, I think I remember the video package. That's the one with Stone Cold and The Rock on the cover. I believe they're, like, they're looking at each other. Uh, Dom says, it could 
It could have been 17. I just have a hard time picking the greatest, to be honest, because there are so many amazing manias. I agree. I feel like a close one to 17 that doesn't get talked about a lot is WrestleMania 19 at uh, Safeco Field in Seattle. That was a stack stack show. You know, it had so many different eras coming together with Hogan versus uh, Vince McMahon, Rock versus Austin 3. It had Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. It had um, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Kurt Angle. But we'll talk about that for sure. I can't wait until we get to WrestleMania 19. That's my second favorite WrestleMania of all time. Rhino's so underrated. Hell yeah, him and Spike. I totally agree. But yeah, so Vince McMahon, who in real life is fresh off the purchase of WCW. Shane McMahon, who made the big announcement on Raw that he now owns WCW. This was an absolute classic matchup. You know, you're not going to get a technical wrestling masterpiece when you got Vince McMahon versus Shane McMahon. And no one expected that. You're like, no one wanted that. They wanted to see these two guys, you know, go at each other. Vince McMahon is flaunting his affair with Trish Stratus right in front of his uh, Shane McMahon's mother, Linda. You have the billion-dollar princess who could get away with murder in Vince McMahon's eyes, taunting Shane McMahon. So you have, in Vince McMahon's court, you have Trish Stratus. You have Linda in a wheelchair. You have Stephanie McMahon. Mick Foley's the special guest referee. This was just an insane matchup. Shane McMahon finally got his comeuppance on his father. You have uh, Linda McMahon finally getting her revenge, getting out of the wheelchair, hitting the low blow on Miss McMahon. Shane McMahon for the first time ever hitting that crazy-ass coast-to-coast. So many significant moments came out of this WrestleMania. So many moments that are highlight real moments. You know, I, I remember also a big part of this WrestleMania being the first big matchup for The Undertaker since his return and his debut as the American Badass. Undertaker returns at Judgment Day, and he takes out Triple H. And that leads to this matchup at WrestleMania, Undertaker's hometown, Houston, Texas. Undertaker is a fucking legend in wrestling, but a bigger legend in Texas. And he gets to come to Texas and kind of be himself. He's not playing the dead man character. I love the fact that he, they had that long ass entranceway and he was able to just rev up that motorcycle and just let go and come down to the ring full speed on the motorcycle. Him and Triple H put on an absolute banger. Now, I know people like to talk about the Triple H and Undertaker match from 27 and then the Hell in the Cell at 29 or 28. But you got to go back and check out WrestleMania 17. I feel like the best Undertaker Triple H matchup at WrestleMania was not the Hell in the Cell. It was not the uh, it was not the 27 in Atlanta. It was WrestleMania 17. These two guys put on a fucking banger. Both these men were in their prime and put on a hell of a matchup. I remember the moment where they were fighting in the crowd and Undertaker hit the choke slam on Triple H from the top of like the production set all the way down, but he like the way the camera worked it, it looked like he just choke slammed Triple H into the abyss. It was fucking nasty. I love that spot. This matchup was great. Um, the only thing that I thought it was comical about this matchup was the referee gets knocked down by a shoulder tackle, and that leads to Undertaker and Triple H fighting in the crowd for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and the whole time the referee is down from that shoulder tackle. 
that shit must have been a fucking bionic shoulder tackle because the referee was out cold for 20 minutes, all because of a shoulder tackle. But besides that, absolute great matchup. You know, there's so many matches that I'm skipping here, but so many great matches, like the technical masterpiece between Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle, the great IC title matchup between William Regal and Chris Jericho. You had the gimmick battle Royal, which saw the WWF return of Mean Gene Okerlund and Bobby the Brain Heenan. So many significant moments. All culted, all, ah, I can't even talk, man. Like, fucking, ah. All came to a end with Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. This matchup was the biggest matchup that they could have at the time. You know, if you just look at the entrances alone, the entrances alone will get you fucking hyped. The Rock comes out with his classic, if you smell what The Rock is cooking song, with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know about you, but Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song in this era was the best theme song Stone Cold Steve Austin ever had. The Disturbed version of his theme song from the group Disturbed was fucking amazing. I wish they kept that for Stone Cold. I wish when Stone Cold came back against Kevin Owens last year at Mania, he came out to his Disturbed theme. This was a such a fucking classic theme song. These two guys went to war. Right before the matchup started, though, it was announced that this is going to be a no-DQ false count anywhere matchup, which was a bit of a surprise. I know JR was going crazy. He was like, who the hell made that rule? How come we didn't know about that? Of course, it was setting up for the finish with Stone Cold Steve Austin turning to the dark side and shaking hands with the devil because Stone Cold Steve Austin turns heel. And I know that a lot of people shitted on this in hindsight, saying that, hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin's heel turn was a fail. Stone Cold Steve Austin should have never turned heel, blah, blah, blah. But I could understand why they went the route that they went. I could understand them trying to switch it up and do something different because Stone Cold's character pretty much stayed the same for the since 96 all the way to 2001. So I could understand why they wanted to do this. It's just, I think that it was poorly executed. The matchup was fucking great, but the execution of the heel turn was a little, you know, mishandled just because of the fact that it was in Texas. Stone Cold Steve Austin could have stunned the Pope and got cheered in Texas. I don't think that they could have, you know, had Stone Cold do anything to get booed in Texas. I feel like the people still want to cheer Stone Cold Steve Austin no matter what. So even though The Rock had his fans, Stone Cold Steve Austin was just so over that he could have done no wrong. So to turn him heel in Texas, just bad timing. I feel like if you would have done this shit in Miami, you would have done this in, you know, Florida, anywhere in Florida, like, it could have worked. You know, anywhere that you could call, like, The Rock's hometown, it could have worked. But because it was done in Texas, turning him heel in Texas was not going to work. Every time Stone Cold Steve Austin hit, the Rock with that chair shot provided by Vince McMahon. That crowd cheered. Go back and watch it. The crowd cheered. Stone Cold was not no heel. They were trying, but it did not work. And then we got the infamous moment of Stone Cold Steve Austin shaking hands with Vince McMahon and then sharing a beer with him. You know, I like I said, looking back on it, people are all like, oh, that was a fail, blah, blah, blah. But I could understand, like I said, you did not need Stone Cold Steve Austin to be your top babyface. Not when the idea was you're about to get an influx of talent coming from the WCW. 
not when you had the idea of The Rock being the top babyface in wrestling. So I could understand why they wanted to switch it up and change Stone Cold's character a little bit. See what they say. Justin Time says, the sledgehammer shot during the last ride, such a great spot as well. The le- that legit could have been a streak-ending moment. Yo, Triple H nailed the shit out of Undertaker with that sledgehammer when he went up for the last ride. Faction Cast says, Stone Cold and Undertaker are huge legends here in Texas. Yeah, so like I said, that's why I feel like bad timing for the heel turn. Tim, Tim King says, I remember Stone Cold being so over that moment. It was more confusing than anything. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it was just poorly executed. Anywhere else could have could have worked, but not in Texas. Not in Texas. What up, Lennox Coleman? I appreciate you being here, homie. Thank you, bro. During the conclusion of the Monday Night Wars and hearing Limp Biscuit's My Way WrestleMania promo back in the year of 2001 was the time I became a pro wrestling fan. You know, a lot of people say that. I feel like, you know, when I talk to people and they tell me about them being pro wrestling fans, I feel like a lot of people that I know talk about this, not only this show, but this time period being one of the major factors that got him into wrestling. And I mean, how could it not? If you're a casual or if you, you know, were just interested and you tune into WrestleMania 17, how could you watch this show and not want to continue watching? You know what I mean? Faction Cast says, all three Triple H Undertaker matches were bangers. They have great chemistry with each other. The invasion was actually good for what it was. Thinking about going back and watching. Well, Faction Cast, you could go back and watch it with us because going forward after this, we're going to be diving deep into the invasion angle, an angle that I enjoyed as a kid because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But, you know, I very controversial, very polarizing angle. One of the angles that people in hindsight would love to rebook and have all the WCW stars there. I think it was good for what it was. I'll definitely go back and be talking about that soon. So make sure you continue listening here. But let's talk about WrestleMania 17 as a whole one more time. Like I said, this was the coming out party for WWF. They finally beat the WCW. They are raising their hand in victory by having one of the greatest shows that they could put on. Some of the biggest matches they could put on. Undertaker versus Triple H. Stone Cold versus The Rock. TLC2, Vince versus Shane, that crazy ass hardcore matchup. Uh from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the Battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the Battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You had Ivory versus China. China wins the you uh women's champion for the first time ever. Like this is such a great WrestleMania, but it truly was the end of the attitude ever. In my opinion, we have a little buffer between the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era, and that was what the Invasion Angle was, that time period in between. But once the Invasion Angle ends, we have the Ruthless Aggression Era. But it was that time period in between that was setting up for the future of the WWF. And you can see a lot of that future being shown here at WrestleMania 17. That's why I definitely feel like this was not only a victory party for the WWF, but the end of the Attitude Era. If you wanted to talk about what ended the Attitude Era, in one show, this was everything. Who was the two biggest stars in the Attitude Era? Stone Cold and The Rock. The biggest match you could put on to cap off the Attitude Era was Stone Cold versus The Rock. What was the biggest feud? Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon. What is the biggest swerve you could do? Have Stone Cold and Vince McMahon join forces. Like, there's so much here that was just a, you know... I just feel like this was a coming out party. I feel like this was their victory lap. This was their, we did it. You know what I mean? This is their fucking hoorah. I would love to come on and cover with y'all. Yo, more than welcome. You know what I mean? You're always welcome. I appreciate that. Kofi Weaston, the building was good. Dirty Hills podcast, baby. Invasion was fire. Something fans want to, wanted and still want. Beginning for beginning of Forbidden Door, definitely be, the beginning of the Forbidden Door. That stupid ass term, but definitely a uh, you know cool to see the WCW and WWF finally colliding. It wasn't the stars that we wanted to see, but it was definitely cool to see that WCW logo being represented, the WW the WCW titles being represented on Monday Night Raw. Cool to see wrestlers like Booker T and Diamond Dallas, even though they fucked up that shit too. But really cool to see. SEW, the wrestling channel, what up? If rumors are to be believed that Austin Hill turn saved the Undertaker streak, original plans had Triple H winning to be the next challenger for Austin before they changed the plans to the two-man power trip. To be honest, I never heard that. That that's that's very interesting. I just learned that right now. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. To be honest, that would have been shitty if that's where they ended the streak. I, I think that's very, very interesting that that was the rumor. Yeah, the invasion was basically transitioning into the Russo aggression era. For sure. I, I wanted to take this time for sure and talk about WrestleMania 17. Like I said numerous times on this podcast, I strongly, strongly encourage people to go back into the archives. Check out the watch along we did for WrestleMania 17. It was around March of uh, last year. Had the homies from LOG on it. Had my homie Chris Fab on it. Definitely check that out. It's a two-parter, but it's the full four hours of the show and also about an hour after of us talking and breaking down the whole show. So definitely go back and uh, go back to the archives and check out our WrestleMania 17 watch along. But really want to take this moment since this was the next show in the uh, order we were going for 
to talk about. I really want to take this moment and talk about the significance of this show. So I appreciate you all indulging with me and talking about WrestleMania 17, going back down memory lane and talking about, in my opinion, one of the best WrestleManias of all time. I really appreciate you all. Faction Cast says, yeah, the invasion. All right. He said, I read that one. Yeah, Hogan Nash, Scott Hall, and all of them made so much money. They just said, fuck it. I'm going to sit at home and collect a paycheck. You know, I don't blame them. But imagine if we got all those names in the evasion angle. It would have been insane. Uh, definitely, I appreciate you all. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're going to be back here on Wednesday with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're going to be talking about ECW Hardcore TV. May have a special guest on that show, so definitely stay tuned for that and check it out. Uh, I appreciate everybody in the chat. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Comment below. Share with a friend. If you guys like wrestling, if you guys like going back in time, this is the show for you. If you know a friend who maybe fell out of the pro- uh, fell out of wrestling, don't want to watch the current product, but love old school shit, this is the podcast for them. So share that shit. I love you guys. Shout out to my Bloodline brothers in the chat. Make sure you tune in here on Wednesday. Tune into Raw tonight. We're going to be talking all about that in the Circle Debate on Thursday. We got a lot to talk about. But Wednesday, Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Stay safe, stay strong, stay positive. Peace out. One love. Thank you for joining, y'all. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.